0: You are tuned into Black Women Speak. With Colette Williams and Dr. William Tyarty Howard on the Black Talk Radio Network. All right, all right, all right, it's a hump day. Hump day! It's It's June 7th, and thank you for joining us right here on the Black Talk Media Project. This is Black Talk Radio Network, and you're listening to Vision Media Group, Black Women Speak, with Colette Williams and my very, very good friend, Dr. William Tayati Howard. How are you, Dr. Howard?
1: I am blessed. Another day above ground of opportunity to get it right. Thank you. And,
0: and we're getting it right. And we are above ground, thank you, Lord Jesus, and we are getting it right. And Dr. Howard, you know we're celebrating Black Music Month, and this is going to be an outstanding show. We've got one of my favorite people on here this afternoon. We've got Ms. Cheryl Cooley. And for decades, and I'm saying decades, we all go out and we party the first thing to meeting in the ladies' room. And we use the menopause for menopause. Men all pause for menopause. So we give it a real swing. We give it a real a real flair. So those who experience menopause use the men all pause. And there's a meeting in the ladies' room. So we go way back. That is sort of like our mantra. So we love that tune. We love it. So all that Cheryl Cooley and Climax have done for the ages, we're still moving and grooving to Climax. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about as we get further into Black Music Month. And everyone knows that June is Black Music Month. Where would we be without Black music, Dr. Howard? You're a man that's been in radio since what? The beginning of time? You know about Black music. You know about music. You know what it is. You know what it takes. You know what real music is, just like Cheryl. You know what real music is. So we're celebrating Black Music Month right here on Vision Media Group, the Black Talk Radio Network. So, Dr. Howard, as I said, you've been in radio for a very long time, just over 50 years. Why are we changing so in, in radio our music has changed for the worst, so how do we get back there? You and Cheryl, tell us how we get back there. Dr. Howard, how do we get back there?
1: Well, it's the same argument that we have with Black, News, Black History Month. Well, they say Black History is in February. Well, I'm a firm believer that Black History is not just February. It's 365 days a year and that's, of course, black music and black music now. For as long as music has begun and we say music soothes the savage beast, we have picked our R&B masters, our oldies but goodies masters. There's not a year that goes by that I don't play songs that are profound, that resonate back in the day and are still profound to the point where we're playing some of the music today and it's still mm-hmm. talking about what's still going on. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're very privileged and blessed to be able to celebrate Black Music Month and call people like the guests that we have today uh, before our studios to talk about some of the good times and why Black Music Month is so important to all of us.
0: Absolutely. And it is important. And I can't think, what would the music industry be like if there were no Black music? What There wouldn't be a music industry without black music. Everything comes from black music. So we began it all. We began black music. And those, and remember kids, they're listening to this horrible stuff that's so degrading. That's not real music because one, they're not playing instruments. Two, they don't know how to read music. They don't make music. They pick some words out and they put it to a mechanical beat. That ain't music. It's just stuff to a mechanical beat. So we've unfortunately, we have allowed that to kind of overshadow real Black music. Real Black music. And unfortunately, we've we've, we've gotten to a point where it's it's so profound. It is so profound. And and it's it's so degrading. It's so degrading. So we we really, really hope we're not having technical difficulties. We really want to get back to where we were with black black music. So Dr. Howard, what's going on in your world there in San Diego? Yeah, we hear you. Okay, yes. Scotty Okay, maybe maybe not. We're having some difficulties there. No, we're not. I can hear everyone fine. Okay, great. Well, yes. And there are a lot of things going on. During Juneteenth, I will be in Dallas. And of course, there will be tons and tons of things going on to celebrate Juneteenth. And there are several things going on in L.A. And because Texas was the last state for Black folks to get the message, Those folks celebrate in a big, big way. They celebrate in a big way. In fact, just like it is here, it's a whole week, a week, a weekend of festivities, learning and listening and doing all sorts of things. So there are a lot of things going on here, a lot of things going on across the country, Juneteenth. And I hope that we don't get so inundated with barbecue and potato salad that we forget what Juneteenth is really all about. I hope we don't go there. No. Good. Very good. Very good. Well, you know, we always run out of time, and I do not want to run out of time with Cheryl Cooley. I am going to bring her right here on this platform. Folks, without any further ado, I would like to introduce you to the mad guitarist herself, Ms. Cheryl Cooley, of the sensational, sensational R&B group. Climax. Cheryl, come on in. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you're here. You know, I always want to have you on. We cannot do Black Music Month
2: without having
0: Cheryl Cooley on.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, What is going on in your world? Oh, gosh. You know, uh, I've really been uh, uh happy to say that we've been performing all year uh, at least once or twice a month something where we're either going out of town or playing somewhere here in california uh we've been been busy and uh, i'm really grateful for that so our next uh our next performance is actually a juneteenth celebration oh. uh, in santa monica california so we're really, okay. really looking forward to that yeah but um you know uh we're just out there continuing the climax legacy you know with the songs meeting in the ladies room eating in the ladies room okay I yes. and the men that's all pause. right yeah and the men all pause that's yeah. right and, and you know, uh, it feels good to still be you know it, being an all-female band we uh you know have the opportunity to encourage and inspire uh, you know, women to get into music, uh, young people to get into music. It's really interesting that we now have a large, uh, younger uh, audience that really follows climax music and follows the band. So it's it's great.
0: <laughs> Listen, you guys are phenomenal. Thank you. You guys are phenomenal.
2: How many girl groups are there? Right. Well, as of now, uh, climax is still the only R and on band See? that has charted See? on Billboard. There you go. <laughs> yeah. See? Okay. So that's unique in and of itself. Yes.
0: There are female singers, but nobody like you guys. Yes. There's nobody else like you guys. That's yes. incredible.
2: Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about continuing the legacy so that it can inspire other people, you know, inspire more women to get into the music, uh, entertainment, of, uh, not just the business part, but the actual. A performing part of it because right. there's so many opportunities out there, not just to grab a microphone, but there's opportunities out there to learn how to play an instrument. Which you know, you just said earlier that there are so many uh, people out there that are, are you know just making beats. But you know, when you can grab an instrument and put it in your hand and learn how to play it, it can expand so much more uh, musical creativity and absolutely musical entertainment for the audience. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at the point now where people are are tired of just seeing, you know, one guy with a microphone running from one end of the the other. Now they want to see some performance. They want to see some people up there actually, you know, playing music, playing instruments. That's really what has kept us going and, uh, you know, still performing now that people, they want to be not, not only, you know, audibly stimulated, but visually stimulated. They want to see some, you know, movement, action, dancing, energy on stage, so that's really what has, uh, you know, called us to, to the stage, called us out there to continue to entertain our fans. Right. Go ahead, Dr. Howard.
1: Well, when I was informed that Miss Cooley was going to be our main guest, as she was just talking about legacy, so I ran off where I grabbed my prenatal vitamins, <laughs> I grabbed my special hat, yeah. And I got ready because I was all about the man all pause and when it came out the man all. Pause. I got my picture right here in the front of all the all the diva band signed up. So uh, I'm just elated, and uh, I'm kind of like walking on water with Peter here. <laughs> it's so good to see you and to have you here.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Uh,
1: when you first came out, when the band first came out, I was a consultant to MCA Records. Oh, yeah. Working with Silas and the boys behind the studio. Yeah, And I remember one of the things about Climax was they were very communicative, very people oriented, and they were very into legacy and music and the musicians. They yeah. were choreographers, singers, producers, they could do it all. I'm so happy to see you still performing and I, I'm hoping to hear. Maybe I can get up to Santa Monica and catch a couple of tunes around the day.
2: There you go. <laughs> Come on down.
0: Come on. Down. Come on yes. down. That's right. Come on down. Come on down. Well, Cheryl, you have some some music that will never ever change. Never go anywhere. It will always be here with us. Are you? embarking on anything new with the group do you have any new members do you have any new music what's going on with you guys
2: Uh, well actually you know we have uh uh, recorded already a a couple of new well recent music uh that's actually on uh the you know itunes and the internet and stuff but we've really been so busy performing that it's really kind of hard to balance you know the two uh, but, you know, we're definitely destined to get back into the studio because people do want to hear new stuff. You know, they like the old stuff. You know, that's the thing that draws them there. Absolutely. And they'll say, you know, you got anything new. And we do, you know, sell our, our new music at our shows. And people, you know, they buy it and they like it. So, you know, we're just going to continue on, continue the, you know, music legacy. You know, the same type of vibe, the same type of, you know, uh, affirmative women's empowerment type lyrics. Um, you know, that's- as as uh, you know the other stuff that people kind of like the love stories and stuff like that
0: <laughs> right right that's great
2: now sherry you are a bass guitarist lead guitar lead guitar okay yes. and that's not a bass guitar no bass guitar has four strings a lead guitar has six
0: <laughs> oh 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 pardon yes. me okay <laughs>
2: Okay. The bass plays the bottom. The guitar kind of plays the top. Oh, I
0: see. I see. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You're the lead guitar. Well, I I knew you were the lead guitar. I just didn't know if the guitar was something. Okay. I got it. I'm straight now. I'm straight.
2: (laughs) Okay. As long as I
0: get to hear meeting in the ladies room and the men all pause. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And let let, let me just say, you know, uh, tagging on what Dr. Howard said, you know, MCA, Uh, You know they were great with us. You know as far as uh, pushing the idea, because a lot of people had never seen an all-female band, and uh, the video, uh, the video, the Men All Pause was really the first time people had seen a visual of what uh, an all-female band looked like. And uh, MCA was just so responsible in you know getting us more more um, uh, visual expansion uh, for people, more people to see and. We really, I mean, at the time we really had a great relationship with uh, MCA, which we were also uh, tagged into Solar Records and Dick Griffey and the two merged together to, you know, make uh, Climax really be a household name. I mean, uh, I-, I can't really say enough for the staff that was there at MCA at the time that really helped us to, uh, uh, cap- you know, cap- catapult her off to really become a uh, uh, you know, famous in the household name and, yeah. and put our music out there. It was great. Those really
0: well, well, you are definitely a household name. There's no question about it. You are definitely a household name. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you're going to be performing at the Juneteenth celebration. And the last time we talked, you guys were, I think you had bookings throughout the balance of the year. So are you guys really, you guys are just really banging on you
2: just keep going and keep going yeah 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 our calendar uh is actually on our website climax.com and uh you know if we're we definitely got something at least each each month my, maybe a couple of times sometimes three times i mean uh wherever we get the call you know if we have to jump on a plane we'll jump on a plane and go i mean I, after we do santa monica our next one is pico rivera in california and then denver colorado so we're kind oh. of the place you know Right. Uh, you know, and hopefully we can kind of connect with some of those East Coast promoters. That's really, you know, so somewhat of we're having communication. We're trying to get on the other side of the Mississippi. <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, interesting. uh, Sounds of Blackness will be in L.A. I believe it's July 1st.
2: Oh, wow. OK. Yeah, I
0: believe it's July 1st. I spoke with Gary Haines, Hines. uh last week I think it was mm-hmm. I, I spoke with him then and he's gonna be here with sounds of blackness and I believe it's it's the first time he's not bringing all 30 he he said there'll be about 12 or 15 people from sounds of Blackness oh wow be, and they'll be in Lamarette Park would you believe
2: oh okay yeah yeah. I don't know I saw an advertisement about that that festival yeah yeah okay I had it out very long this might be the maybe second maybe third year that they've had that festival in La Park.
0: Okay, okay, and I don't, I'm not familiar with that festival. Are you all
2: in that festival as well? No, we're not. No, we haven't been called to that festival yet. But like I said, they really just started, I think, a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Well, I know that you do
2: Taste of Soul. Yeah, now we did Taste of Soul, well, we did it 2019.
0: Yeah, there was Um, no Taste of Soul in 2020.
2: Yeah, no, I know. Uh, and uh, last year, they kind of focused more on the 90s artists, so it'll be interesting what they do this year. We we haven't got a call for it yet, but uh, we are actually going to be uh, kind of in that same area uh, September, I think it's 19th, for the uh, uh, Barbara Morrison, I guess they're going to oh. call it Barbara Morrison Festival. I mean, they have a festival for her now somewhere around September 19th. In oh, that, oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's okay. When, I think it's the second year that that's going to happen.
0: Mm, the Barbara Morrison festival,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: okay. we had an event at her California music Museum, right yeah, uh-huh. we did an event there,
2: yeah, and in the same area
0: uh-huh right right right, okay, okay, well, I'm sure you'll be called probably for for all of that <laughs> thank it's, you <laughs> it's it's coming up, so I'm sure they will get to you yeah. so yeah and 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 I'm so glad that we're able to have you on during Black Music Month, because it's really important that we continue to not only talk about Black music, but be about it. Yes. Every opportunity that we have, every opportunity that comes before us to rid ourselves of this stuff that they call music. And it is not music. That's not music. And I don't mind talking about it. Never in the history of music in this country has one genre had to list the number of people who died because of the music. Never have we ever had anything like that. And on that list, I want to say there are 50 to 75 so-called, yes, yes, 50 to 75 rap artists, so-called artists, rappers who have lost their lives to gun violence and stabbing Due to the music, that's not music due to that stuff that they put out. Yeah,
2: yeah. They've um, lost
0: their lives.
2: uh, You know, we have to realize, you know, technology has changed the way music is created. Yes, yes. They don't have music in schools anymore, especially the lower income schools. They don't they don't have music. So there's nowhere for them to learn and, you know, get that creativity out. Uh, you know, our, our, our good friend, Mr. Bill Clinton, uh, in his administration, deregulized the entertainment industry. So that caused a lot of uh, um, uh, record companies to dissolve. So a lot of these factors, you know, kind of have landed together to wind up creating the type of music that we hear now. Uh, I'm not going to say it's anybody's fault. You know, it's just a sign of the times. Uh, but one thing I will say is that the listening audience really is the determining factor of what kind of music is out there. I mean, you know, it's it's scary to think about it, but you know, you and I hear stuff that we're not used to hearing and we don't like it. I'll admit that there's some stuff out there. It's like, I, I don't get it, but these people that are, and I don't want to just say younger people, people that are buying music, they are really dictating what's going to be out there and what's going to be popular and and what those music corporations are going to make a profit out of. Because that's really the determining factor is what is going to be profitable. I'm not saying that people can't go out there and make their own stuff. Yes, they can. And they can distribute it worldwide. But really, it's the corporations are making a profit off of certain artists.
0: And there is no more payola. However... <laughs> uh, Radio stations, as our engineer just stated, they refuse to play conscious music. They refuse to play the music that is mindful because they know that the young people are going to listen to that garbage and push that garbage, and that will keep them relevant. But what they don't understand, as far as I see this, as far as I'm concerned, that's Aiding and abetting a, a a degrading and vile community because it's all about stuff that that was never appropriate. It's never been appropriate.
2: Sure, I I, I agree with you on that. You know, uh, but money and power dictate dictates all of what we listen to.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Go ahead,
2: Doctor. Go ahead, Doctor Howard. Well. Uh-huh.
1: You know i could i could go back to 1951 my, my mother started in radio in 1950 and 51 and then went up to 1955 and then broke into radio in uh, the james brown era when he bought wbbq augusta georgia uh, into my father three generations spanning 95 years so uh, matter of fact let me just skip a story or beat and go back to climax one of the first automobiles that i bought after the song, The Men all pause. was a white Corvette, and I had personalized license plate that said, slap me. <laughs> so, Miss Cooley and I know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> slap me. <Yeah.
2: laughs> slap me, because I'm not in the mood. <laughs> there you go. Oh, is that what that is? Slap me, because I'm not in the mood? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. that was it. Yeah, that was from. Uh, oh Lord, I'm. I'm gonna forget.
1: Uh, and those bad stilettos that you had when you walked across the ballroom.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was either. I think it was the middle part. Uh, no, meeting me, meeting in the ladies' room. Yeah, I think meeting was, in the ladies' yeah, room came oh, from one of those. Yeah, <laughs> slapped
0: me because I'm not in the mood. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: And and the, the stilettos. The band
1: was definitely iconic. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. Make me
1: want to change my hats. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's absolutely right. You're right, Dr. Howard. That is, and they are, iconic. Yeah. And this is this is the icon. This is the icon. This is the reason we celebrate you, Cheryl, and your music. Because you are legendary. The stuff that's out now, one, it isn't music. It's just stuff. It isn't music. It will never be legendary. Those people who have lost their lives because of that stuff that they put out there and pander and propagate—that stuff does not create legends. Right. Now, I did, Doctor Howard. Have you seen the move, the movie or documentary, Dear Mama? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh. Did you see
2: that, Cheryl? No. Uh uh-uh. uh First time I ever heard about it.
0: Okay. Well, I refused to watch it. Oh. I I accidentally watched it. I had a change of heart. Oh, okay. I had a change of heart. Not that I like, what's his name? uh, Tupac? Okay, because I don't. But the boy was an incredible, thoughtful person and Mm -hmm. was his mother. But he got into the wrong places and became a different kind of person. Mm -hmm. But watch that movie. Watch that movie. And one of our friends of the network, Tanya Hart, she interviewed him a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And that's in the documentary. And I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned because I was the person that if somebody said... Tupac was really bright. He was this, he was that. I don't want to hear nothing about Tupac or whatever his name is. That was me. Okay. That was me. Okay. Because if it doesn't go back to my generation, that genre, I don't want to have anything to do with wow. it. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. But Dr. Howard, you know what I'm talking about with that documentary.
1: Well, I should be passing out an award to Miss Cooley, as well as the band Climax, because it was because of the Men on Pause, I got my first video show on a local radio, or uh, television station, KUSI TV 51. Videos were just coming out at that time. Yep. And the, the station gave me a my own 30-minute pilot uh, called KUSI TV 51 video, something, I forgot the last name of it, but they uh, MCA in collaboration would send me all the top videos and naturally, Climax was the top band on that lead-off video that started off that pilot. So I just wanted to say kudos and thank you for all that you've done, all that you do, and all that the band continues to do to this day. Because you were responsible for my first video break-off as a DJ in the San Diego, L.A. market. So thank oh. you.
2: <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. See, you know, at that time, we had no idea we were, being, we were writing history being part of history. Uh, you know, we were having fun doing what we were doing, making the music that we were making and, and being excited that people enjoyed it. And I'm just so glad that you're telling me that, uh, that we were a part of your, you know, musical journey. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you've been a part of everyone's musical journey. <laughs> Not just now, but you know what? I We go way back. We yeah. go way back. You've been part of our lives since, God, high school for me. Wow. Okay. Okay, So, and I've been out of high school 50 years. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so it goes way back, way back. And we remember that you are legendary and you're in that genre of music where people can hear it today and it takes them back 50 years and a smile comes across their face. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. smile when they hear your music, yeah. because as Dr. Howard always says, it soothes the, the soul. It, 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 what else does it do to the beast, soothes Dr. Howard? Beast. Soothes the savage beast.
1: Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that, and I'm not really surprised. When I first saw the band break out from MCA, I saw a renaissance of fashion that the girls all spoke in the band. They started. They started a movement of fashion with the stilettos, the black the black boots, and the and the outfits and sexy. They made music look sexy. The bass <laughs> guitars, the lead guitars. They brought the sex back to the music. Yeah, buddy. I fell in love many times. <laughs>
2: Wow,
0: wow, thank you. That's why his license plate said, slap me. Slap me. Okay, slap me. Okay, that's it. See, Cheryl, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Your music, even though it is fast, we dance to it, it still soothes the savage beast. The music that we listened to 50 years ago that was real humane music. Right. right. That was lifestyle. That was living music. Right. That was love music. The stuff that people listen to now, that's why people have lost their lives, because you hear it, and it creates anger.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, music does, uh, how do I say, massage or, um, uh, what is it, agitate, I guess you could say, you know our psyche. Yes. Uh, as much as we don't admit to it, music does affect us emotionally. And when the music is playing, a, what we call dissonant chords or dissonant melody, or or you know even the the lyric being as you said earlier, uh, very negative and violent. But just the music itself, the vibration of music itself plays a big, humongous part of our psyche, and we really don't understand that, you know, the common person really doesn't understand that the music they listen to is really affecting them psychologically. Uh, And we really need to be careful of that, be cognizant of that, even know that. You know, a lot of people just don't know that. Uh, So the music, you know, as you say, back in the day, there was a lot of harmony, there was a lot of melody, there was, you know, rhythms that, that... melted together all of the parts of the song. And when you take the sounds that we hear now, I mean, this is why, you know, we're talking about people that are being violent or people that are killing each other because there's so much uh, dissonance that is working on psyche that's making us out there and do all these kind of things. And, you know, 99% of us are not even aware that we're being manipulated by that music.
0: Right. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right, and and I would say, one hundred percent of the people that listen to that madness, they don't know that yeah. they're being ma- manipulated, they're being controlled, they're being agitated to a point where it creates violence. Sure, just as Scotty is saying, the scripture says, "Guard your eyes and your ears." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but we've lost that, and a lot of it has to do with technology and a lot of it has to do with putting or displacing power because in the movie which I did not see I refused to see that I was not going to support it straight out of Compton
1: Mm.
0: that movie was about rap artists Mm. and if any of you know what the movie was about it was about how it all began Mm-hmm. And there was a need for those managers, those agents, those label executives to say, this is what you're going to do. And this is why you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they knew that when they closed those doors and those rappers were gone, they knew that it was controlling. Yeah. It was controlling. And as I said just a few minutes ago, there's never been a time When people in the music industry, it doesn't matter the genre, but people in the music industry were dropping off every time you look around. And I'm telling you, there's a list that consists of somewhere between 50 and 75 rappers who've lost their lives. The oldest, I believe, is 54, something like that. The youngest is in their 20s. Wow. All due to gangster rap. Okay, you've never heard of gangster R and B, gangster. You, you, you're not gonna put uh, gangster to meeting in the ladies' room. <laughs> I don't think so. You're not gonna you're not gonna hear anything like that. Gangster rap. So we have got to get back to where we were. We've got to get back there for a variety of reasons. We've got to get back there. And as a matter of fact, we've been talking about your songs. I think our engineer is going to get us going on something that he's got ready to go. So it's either going to be meeting in the ladies room uh, or men all pause. It's going to be one of them. We're ready to go, Scotty, rock and roll. And you know how I like to party.
1: Okay, we can't hear it. Oh that
0: directly to me? Oh
2: leather suit. My nails were done and my hair was fierce. (laughs) I was riding in a Cooper's limousine. Don't you want to
0: Men all pause when I walk into the room.
2: <laughs> Cheryl, who wrote that?
0: Did you write that,
2: Cheryl? Wow, no, uh-uh. also the drummer and the bass player wrote that. Uh, we were having a rehearsal one time and uh, you know, we had you know it was a it was one of those intense rehearsals and everybody was, you know, kinda hot and sweaty and and one of the girls said, "Ooh, I'm so hot, I think I'm in menopause. But you know, we were so young we hadn't gone through menopause, so someone said, Oh, that'd be a great idea for a song, but we got to change it to the menopause. men. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh, that's how that began.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. And you know what? It's funny because we talk about those things. Uh-huh. And that's what I get for being in the, be in the Where's my I'll be back real soon. Bye. Bye. Like I said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cheryl, those are the tombs that we identify with. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We identify with that. That goes back. 50 years, and it still sounds really screaming good today. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Dr. Howard, would you agree?
1: Well, I got a lot of trouble from a man from a meeting in the ladies' room. See? Uh, I'm trying to be nice because this, this is a ladies and a family show.
2: <laughs> yeah. I this don't want to get the Right.
1: Uh, but uh I do want to say one thing, Miss Cooley. Did you did I hear you say correctly that we can our listeners and our viewers can still get more information on Climax.com?
2: Yes, yes, all right, um, great. At K-L-Y-M-A-X-X.com. You can find all the information right there. The the calendar, you know, there's even some downloads or how to find the music. Uh there's even a merchandise page. You want to get some t-shirts and stuff like that. So just go to the website, sign up for our newsletter. That way we can let you know, you know, where we're going to be playing in your town somewhere soon. And uh, please, yes, just go to the Climax.com. That's K L Y M A X. Say you. That's what I'm talking
1: about. And, and I was waiting on one thing that I used to hear you say uh, when you were when I used to hear the girls sing this, and I can't remember which one of them was it that was said it. And she would say, "Where are my dog's at?" And you hear a whoo in the background. <laughs> Where my dogs at? Ooh. Where my dogs at? Yeah, when she was walking in, but, yeah. I, I, I tell you they had some they had some, some premiere lines that went along with the with the song, yeah. and they made them famous in and out. And I, I remember when Climax came to San Diego, they did a, a community event. I was working with uh, XHRM ninety two point five FM, which is a, a fifty thousand watt transmitter out of Tijuana. was broadcasting down to San Diego, into the Los Angeles area. And we had Climax do one of our events uh, when they they came out. And I thought it was phenomenal. And um, kudos to the whole MCA family and uh, Silas and all the boys in the studio. And you all were a phenomenal band, and you still are phenomenal to this day. God bless you all.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna continue that legacy.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: You are a legend, honey
0: child. You are a legend, no question about it. You are a legend. And I'm so glad that, that Scotty played those two because we talk about those things, yeah. but when we bring all of that together and we put all of this that's so important to our community, to our culture, Black music is who we are. Music is who we are. Yes. And yes. to take it and, and twist it in the way that it has, it's, it's shameful. It really is to me. It's a, it's a shame because you and those who come from a time when music was everything, generation. it is our generation was and is so much better for it. So really, we have to thank you for that. Yes. We have to thank you for that. And once again, my question to Dr. Howard, to Cheryl Cooley,
2: how do we get back there? I'm going to leave that to Dr. Howard to talk about me. <laughs> He's probably more of an expert on it than I am. I mean, you know, all I can do is keep staying out there and keep playing to remind people of that type of music, you know, but I, he would probably have a better idea than me. <laughs> well, you have to keep doing
0: what you do. That's oh, yeah. the first thing.
2: Yeah, You've sure.
0: got to continue to do what you do. Yeah. And we have to continue to recognize and to acknowledge and to celebrate those of you who are legendary.
2: And broadcast. And broadcast. And
0: broadcast. That's why we do these shows. We've yeah. got to make sure that we keep that in the forefront. We can't put garbage in the front of kids and expect something better to come out. No. Garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got to give them something that is wholesome, that's healing, that is, is dignified. Even though we're talking about a meeting in the ladies' room, there was some dignity in that. Sure. Sure. Okay. We're talking about the men all pause. There's still some dignity in that because people are talking about the men all pause. They don't know that we're talking about menopause, <laughs> which we've all done.
2: Well, it's about okay. an attitude. You know, when okay. I walk into the room, the men all pause. All
0: pause. That's right. That's right. That's right. They don't know it came from menopause. <laughs> they don't need to know. Okay. <laughs> they don't need to know. So Scotty says that uh, I Miss You was your biggest international record.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even I Miss You was a, a you know, a true story about, you know, being on the road and missing yeah. our family. You know, it's, it's really a, a kind of a generic song where it's not about any type of one person or one love that you're missing. But, you know, Whoever you're, you know, you're missing. Whoever your family unit is, whoever it is that you, you know, you you you're in love with. I miss you. So it it's about missing, you know, people that you love while you're on the world. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay, okay. And that
2: was a sensational
0: international hit. Yeah, yeah. Great, absolutely. Well, the other thing is, when I was in school, a kid. I'm still a kid. I'm the new forty. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I played the violin. Oh, wow. Yeah, I played the violin in junior high school. Actually, in elementary school, junior high, and high school. Oh, wow. But you know what? Folks grow up and get stupid. I put it down. (laughs) When I got to college, it wasn't important. I put it down. But I can still... hold it but i to play it i got to get back into it for sure and when i was in band in high school i was in orchestra in junior high school Mm -hmm. and i was in band in high school in band i played percussion the glock and when you say glock to people today they think you're talking about a gun Mm -hmm. no okay i played the glockenspiel Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Well, we're, yeah, we're Dr. yeah oh exactly. Okay. So, Doctor Howard, you know what a Glockenspiel is, right? I heard of it, yes. Okay, a Glockenspiel is the up upright, the bells.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and and I can't remember how many notes are on the bells. It's
2: Something on like a piano. It's a uh, yes, piano. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: piano keys. It's like piano keys, but you got the the long depending yeah. upon what it looks like, silver bell, mm-hmm. and and the notes are on the bell, and you play the notes upright, and when you hold it, you hold it upright, and it is heavy. I can remember today <laughs> holding that glockenspiel, marching down the street. You have
1: know, you got sophisticated with them now. Yes,
0: yeah, oh. they, exactly. So they don't need they don't need the bells today. They don't need the glockenspiel today. Oh, no. yeah, they use. Mechanicals.
2: Oh, oh, that. Okay, yeah. I'm yes, thinking so. marching band. What are they going to use? Okay, I got you. Well, got in you. the marching band, that's what I
0: play. <laughs> yeah. The Glockenspiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I played the bells. But today, there are no real music classes. LA Unified has the uh, All City Band. Oh, and the, yeah, and the All City Band is headed by Anthony White, Mr. Anthony White, and he's headed that band. For decades. Now, he has the only high school band that's in the Rose Parade. and yes. And he's been in the Rose Parade. I want to say 20 years, 30 years. Yeah. 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 And he's the only one. He's the only one. And then there's ICOLA, which is the inner
2: city youth orchestra of L.A. Are either one of you familiar with that? No, I've heard of the first one because uh, they, they even had that when I was in school, but I, I don't know who it was headed by. But we, you know, because the top notch players in each band from each school would be able to play in that to play in the Rose Bowl. I remember that. Yes, yes.
0: Well, Icola is so phenomenal. They play all over the country. Oh, So does the inner city band headed by two different people. The band is headed by Anthony White and the orchestra is headed by uh Stephen, whatever, but a phenomenal group, nonetheless. Two phenomenal groups, two. But you don't hear much about them until they're doing something. And they take students who are doing very well, not necessarily in a music class at the school level, because there just aren't any. And when I was in school, when all of us were in school, we played real instruments. Mm-hmm. That ain't how they do it today. Wow. They don't do it. And I believe two weeks ago, Will I Am gave more money, more money for the second or third time, more money to LA Unified. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they talk a good game, they talk like they want to bring music classes back but they don't hmm. because as i said this is the second or third time he's given a decent size sum of money to the district where are the kids in the music that's all i'm saying
2: yeah yeah
0: okay where is the where are they where's the music i haven't seen any money right i haven't seen a penny Okay, so not that they have to pay me for anything, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what are they doing with it? Because we should see kids having music and it used to be music enrichment. And it used to be a a, a class where you could play an actual instrument. Mm -hmm. I don't know any school districts that are doing that nowadays. Dr. Howard, are any school districts down in
1: the South doing it? Not, not like they used to. We used to have uh, an event called the Encanto Street Fair. It was the largest street fair on the, on the uh, uh, San Diego coast. Uh, started in 1994 and went up to 2005, 2006. Uh, brought in a of major acts and we actually got BET to sponsor the event, but uh, Today, arts and culture, in terms of festivals, have died a slow death, and cities cities and counties are not putting the kind of money to develop black and brown tourism like they should, which is a discussion that we should be talking about. When we talk about the Climax Legacy and how they got young kids and school-age kids involved when they heard these songs and they saw these artists perform, and how we fell in love with what they were doing with the music. These are the things that we should be renovating and bringing back and energizing this and cultivating it to bring black music and black culture and black music the way it used to be back to now. And we've lost, we've lost several strides as a result of that. Uh, and it's gonna take a movement and someone else to go back and rewrite the narrative to get this going back again.
2: Yes, I agree, I agree.
1: Yeah, and you said it. I'd like to ask Miss Cooley. Okay, can, can she hear me?
0: Yeah, yes. I agree. Uh-huh. yes,
1: I was. I often wanted to see you, and I never got a chance to see you all perform. I was wondering, did you ever get a shot on uh the Soul Train show?
2: Yeah, yeah, we actually I thought you one. did. Yeah, four times we played it actually. Excellent, yeah, <laughs>
1: excellent, thank you, and thank so, you for for bringing Black music uh, and being a part of uh, Black Music Month here, not just in San Diego, but throughout the country. Uh, I wish you nothing but great success with the group, as well as your performance in Santa Monica. And we look forward to getting our listeners on, on Black Talk Radio engaged on Climax.com on the websites and see if we can't get you all back down here again. Yes. Look forward to it.
2: Yes, thank you. I have a
1: daughter on air in Denver, so I'll be talking to her.
2: Okay,
0: cool. Very good, very good. So Cheryl, let's give the listening audience your uh, information, your social media handles, where they can see you next, and the fact that you are live and in living color right here on Black Talk Radio Network. So give them your information.
2: Okay. Again, you can go to our website at Climax.com. That's K-L-Y-M-A-X-X. Our social media is Facebook slash Climax Music. Uh, Twitter is just Climax. Instagram, Climax Music. Uh, and what am I missing? Am I missing anything? Uh, yeah, Instagram? Yeah. LinkedIn? LinkedIn. Uh, just, I think it's just Climax on LinkedIn. Yes, definitely there. Um, but all those links are right there on the website. Uh, and Please feel free to sign up on you know, all the social media and the uh, newsletter that's on the website there. Uh, the calendar is there to see where we're going to be, you know, performing next. Um, and, uh, hey, I appreciate being on on your platform here, Vision Media Group.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
2: Well, you know what? You're going to be over
0: in Santa Monica yes. next weekend for Juneteenth. The 17th. Juneteenth. The 17th. Uh-huh. The 17th. Uh-huh. And and then you will be other places between now and time for, oh, I forgot the name of that event.
2: Uh, okay, so we're going to be do- doing Juneteenth in Santa Monica, uh, June 17th. Then we're going to be uh, Pico Rivera, July 1st, uh, Denver, Colorado, July 8th, and then... Wow. Uh, I think we're not anywhere until August after that. So it's about, yeah. Two yeah. So yeah. Can, yeah. Go to the website there. Yeah, yeah. And then in
0: October, you will no doubt be at Taste of Soul.
2: We, we are putting that in the universe that it will happen. Yes.
0: You will no doubt be at Taste of Soul. I'm sure. I am so sure. You'll be on that, on that, uh, on that stage. You'll yeah. be on that stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bigger than life. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Cheryl, there's no settling down for you.
1: No,
2: I you know. I mean, you know, there used to be a, a piano player by the name of UV Blake, and you know, he died at ninety nine at his piano. I think I'm going for that.
0: Oh, <laughs> on stage with your guitar. <laughs> that's okay. my goal. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> absolutely. So there's no slowing down. I think that's absolutely wonderful.
2: I mean, you know, even recently I, I, I got knee surgery, but I'm still going to be there on the stage on the 17th, even if I got to sit on the stool, you know, yes. the show must yes. go on. The show must, the go, show on. must go on. That's gotta, absolutely right. The fans down, yes. right there. So, you know, you know, life has a way of kind of knocking you down a little bit, but you know, the music keeps me going. The fans keep me going and I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And,
2: and you know what? I think the things that
0: happen in life, it's not to men, It's not meant to knock us down. Yeah. It's just things. It's a stumble. It's simply stumble. a stumble, and we recover. Yeah. You don't fall and, and wallow in it. You yeah. stumble and you recover. Of you course. pivot. You go around that big boulder that just happened to drop out of the sky.
2: Sure. Life happens, and you get up and keep going. That's right.
0: And you get up and you keep going. You don't get up and sit down. <laughs> you yeah, get up and get going, okay? Get up and sit down. Oh my God. You don't God. get up and sit down. And you know what is funny because when I'm complaining about other people and I say they just get up and sit down, I don't know why folks laugh at that because that's what they do. And my kids used to laugh every time I said that, but I don't think that that's funny. I think it's a
2: fact. Uh, yeah, I, I just never heard it put that way. I'm, I'm going to have to encompass that one. <laughs> Folks
0: get up and they sit down, okay?
2: You
1: know
0: what I'm saying? Okay. Dr. Howard, do you know what I'm saying? Folks get up and they just sit down.
1: I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Okay, we are
0: not going to.
1: thank you for bringing the swag back.
0: Oh, shit. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are bringing the swag back. And even though we are the meeting in the ladies room, we are doing the men all calls, no matter what happens. So Cheryl, <clears throat> thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It's been a great conversation. It's been a fun conversation. And I think I mentioned to you, I'm having a party.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, September,
0: September yeah. 2nd. Okay, are going to We're going to party like we're 17 years old. Just turn it, just turn it around. Just turn it around and we're going to keep partying. And what we're going to do, the first song of the night is going to be (laughs) the men all Falls. (laughs) Followed up by meeting in the ladies room. Okay. 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 That's how we're going to begin it. Dr. Howard, that's how we're going to do it. Right. Okay. Whatever you
1: say. I'll keep my prenatal vitamins intact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the prenatal vitamins in place. That's right. All of, prenatal and B12. Prenatal, B12, and CBD. That's how we
1: roll. That's how we roll. So
0: are we going to Dr. Howard, you gonna uh give us our last few words?
1: Well uh yeah, I'm tired out. <laughs> Vitamins are starting to wear out, and I'm a little tired out right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been iconic, but I got to run.
0: Absolutely, okay. I love
2: Absolutely. you. I love you all, but I got to
0: go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> slap me. Okay, slap me. Okay. Oh so this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so very, very much, Cheryl. Thank you so much. We are so glad that you're with us. And folks, don't forget right here on Black Talk. Radio Network next week. We've got the incomparable Gary Hines and the Sounds of Blackness. They will be right here on Black Talk Radio Network, Vision Media. Black women speak. Black women speak with purpose and we are speaking truth to power. So you want to join us right here on Black Talk Radio Network every single Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m on the Pacific coast, seven in the central part of the country and eight on the East coast. We are bringing you music. We're bringing you information. We are changing the narrative in the world. And when you know what they say, black women are going to change the world. And that's why we're doing it right here on black talk radio. Network. It's been fun, but they say I got to run. Scott is going to unplug us in a minute. We don't want that to happen. It's been a great show. Cheryl, As always, thank you so very much. And folks, join us next week right here. Same place, same time, same cave, Right here on Black Talk Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. Have a good evening, folks. Take care. Be safe. Be careful out there. It ain't cool right now. Dr. Howard, Cheryl Cooley. We'll talk soon. We got a meeting in the ladies room.